Are you the type of person that every time you go on a diet, you feel the need to impose rules on yourself? I'm cutting out all sugar, no more carbs, no eating after seven. I'm going to get up and do fasted cardio. Why is it that we want to make it harder on ourselves? On today's episode, we're going to go over all the things you don't have to worry about and some common beliefs that are simply not necessary. Grab your coffee and join us today as we debunk some bro science. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we're back. Got Let's another go. episode of Candidly with Coffee. Another one. Another one. Fast, we fast. don't miss. No. And I'm not even 100%. You're not. You're under I'm the not. weather a little bit. I am. I've been fighting a little something, but I'm still here. We're still here. We don't miss. No, we treat this like a J-O-B because it is. It is. So you guys, look at, I got a little, I look at a little espresso like the old, like the old days. You look at you, you're back in the mix. I got, how do you even had a I don't want to cheer you. I'm nervous to even go near no, you. A little. There, there you go. A little uh, dollop of salted caramel whip and some cinnamon. Mm. Good, huh? God, I love coffee. It's really good. It's Come really on, good. Way better than energy drinks. Yeah. So um, before we get too far into the episode, subscribe because you guys are getting super close to 25K. Thank you, everybody who's been subscribing. It's crazy. The, the YouTube is going cuckoos let's go y'all comment of course interact we're getting yes. a lot of comments lately even on some older episodes which is cool and leave us a five-star review if you haven't already follow us on instagram my if you haven't already signed up for my bi-weekly macro friendly newsletter sign up because the, it's coming out monday so it's every other monday and we've got a new one coming out it's going to be another eating out what do I want to call it? An eating out recommendation where the, I have the macros, how to order it. One of my favorite go-tos when I eat out. So those are always popular. Yeah. They come in handy for sure. Yeah. I, for cheat day, I don't know what we're doing. I don't either. Think about it. Now we got to go, we got to go to the mall because we just got a laptop for you. Yeah. Yep. Mike is entering the technology era, his technology era, guys. This is big. Hold on. Let's get something straight. I had one before we met, but then I just got away from it for so many years, okay. got lazy, and just worked off my phone. Okay, but it's been 13 years. Yeah, it has. It's been a minute. I don't know why I got away from it. Okay. I swear to God, I had a laptop before I met you. Just I don't, I don't know. Lazy. But, but you, as an online coach, it's too hard to do it on your, no, on your I phone. No, I know. Of course. So he's Mr. Blowing Up over here. He's got to get the computer now. Yeah. Steps. For all, levels. Yeah, for all those podcasts you're going to be a guest on and all that. Yeah, that too. Yep. You got to get on Busy that. B. Yeah. It's crazy. We've been busy, but yeah. happy about it. A lot of macro assessments lately. Crazy, huh? Dude, so many macro assessments, but you guys, it's a good, it's a good thing. I wish if I knew of someone who would have given me a macro assessment like a decade ago. Oh man. Are you kidding me? This yeah. is priceless. I look like this because of you, because you gave me a macro assessment, did yeah, my macros. I know. I mean, I put in the work, but it all comes down to macros. That's how you build the nice bodies in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's not just, I don't just shoot off a bunch of numbers to you guys. I really read what you have to say in your intake form and you get a customized, it's like a one-time check-in with me and uh, it's a good price well, it's and it's not cookie cutter. probably yeah. not going to stay $49. No. I did recently and I'll say it here. Because I'm going to hold myself accountable. I made a commitment to my clients in Jay's Body Bootcamp that I'm not doing a price increase. Like I've done a few like annual price increases on that program. And I've decided that's the program I'm going to keep at that price point. And I'm not going to do price increases. But plug macro them, assessments and one-on-one -on -one might be might be adjusted here and there. But, yeah. but not the Body Bootcamp. So I always want to have a, a program that... that so is accessible for many people. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good plan. They yeah. should be happy. They learn. They're learning a lot from you. Even just listening to the podcast, people are taking notes. I see the comments. Yeah, people yeah. People losing weight, just getting tips from exactly. us. Exactly. I love that. We be dropping gems too, y'all. Dropping gems, dropping gold. Yes, we do. You guys, I actually discovered. I'm doing Vlogmas, by the way. It's already up. I will tag the playlist here. This is day three. I'm, I'm vlogging today. Vlogging I saw every day that on YouTube. Yeah. Came oh, up you saw on, my vlogmas? I saw it came yeah. up on my YouTube. I told Alyssa not to watch it because I reveal some gifts in it and stuff like that. But I'm 
wish me luck. Okay. Cause right away I commit to 25 days of vlogs and then I start feeling under the weather. I'm like, Oh shoot. But uh, gotta do it. So I'm doing vlogmas. And then the other thing I wanted to say is I found a cool organization. No, it's not, I didn't find it. It's not new, but in the past we've donated, we've done toys for tots. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know, I get annoyed with the way toys for tots is organized and it almost feels like they, when you go and donate your toys, sometimes don't you feel like you're burdening the organizations where we drop off the yeah. toys? Like, oh yes. no, we have a deadline or we can't accept that. Or I don't know. They're just Remember weird. I did that one year? Yeah. And I had to go to, what was it? What we were donating and it was like, just, it was a hassle. Wait a minute. Yeah, it was just. You a, should be grateful. We're giving, we're spending our money and giving you guys toys to donate to kids. It weird. So I yeah. found a bet. So this year I'm like, I don't want to do toys for tots. We're going to do something different. So the Salvation Army has something called Angel Trees. And so they have these trees in different stores and locations with specific wish list items for people in the community. But you can do it online also, which is really cool because you're still picking toys for people that are in your community. I'm going to go on there. I already printed off the list, but you you can do it fully online or you can go into the store because Walmart is partnered with them. And so you put in the zip code of your community and then you get to download the registry for your community and specifically pick specific toys. And if you do it online, it'll ship it to the local Salvation Army that's going to distribute those toys to the kids in that community. Oh, nice. We do a lot of my car club does a lot of stuff like toy drives and whatnot. We're doing a big one uh, pretty soon here in What's that? Mm-hmm. Willow, Willow Glen, I believe it is. Yeah, we did. Didn't we do the, the back to school drive? We did that yeah, too, yes. School supplies mm-hmm. and stuff. Yes. So it's just, it's a good time of year mm-hmm. to stop and think like how to give back. So I, I'll put the information, the link for the Salvation Army Angel Trees in the description. But that's what I'm going to do this year is the Angel Tree. Nice. In addition to like your car events yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. Okay, I've came across this picture, and you're always sending me pictures like this, but I thought it was funny, so I wanted to share. So one of my favorite movies was in the 90s was Father of the Bride. Do you remember, remember Father of the Bride? Oh, yeah, that was a funny movie. So I do Steve remember Martin movie. and Diane Keaton were the parents, and I put the picture up on the screen. Would you believe that they were 45? No way. Yeah. You're lying. Yeah. They were 45. They, they were 45 They were each? playing 45-year-olds. Yes. Wow. Yeah. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. Jeez. They look like they're so 60 plus. Or with s- the pearls. Diane even has the pearls on. Oh, my goodness. But that's what, like, that's what 45 was in the 90s. Let me say something real quick. Joe Rogan recently was talking on a podcast. And he said when he was a little kid, he remembers, like, 50-year-olds look like they're ready to, like, to pass over. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's 56, crushing weights, crushing the bag, doing Muay Thai. He's on 56, and I get to do this. And when I was a little kid, I used to think like a 50-year-old was ready to go in the grave. That's crazy. And now well, it's just a different era. Denny's used to have 55 and up was the senior menu. Were 55 in the country of USA was considered senior citizen in the 80s. I don't know when that stopped, but 55 years old was a senior citizen. They even had bus passes in San Francisco for senior citizens, 55 and up. That's crazy. Isn't it? I'm going just... to be 49 in January 24th, and you're right behind me, 48. So we're not far from that. I know. It's nuts. I cannot believe I'm knocking on the door of 50. We've evolved as humans, though. See, we learned the, the code and working out and eating new, good nutritionist food. Like we we uh, pulled the clock, slowed the clock down yeah, drastically and built our body yeah. strong. We yeah. didn't tap into the whole, oh, we're getting old. We got to be weak. That mentality is over with. Yeah. Can't I use age as an excuse no more. I also came across this other picture. So uh, tradition for Tyler and I is on Christmas Eve, we usually watch Home Alone. So Home Alone is nostalgic for us. But so I came across a picture of what they look like now. They recently reunited because Macaulay Culkin got his star on the Walk of Fame. Oh, nice. And look at the mom. So 33 years ago. How old was she in in 1990? I don't know. I don't know. But she looks great, though. Yeah, she does. 33 years later, she looks amazing. Exactly. She's a lot. Hey, listen, she's alive. 33 years later is a plus. She had to have been like, I'm guessing somewhere in that picture. If I'm being she nice, might have maybe been like, in her 30s, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So she's so, probably in her 60s. Because he's what, our age? Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't look bad. No, he looks pretty good yeah. and she looks good. But I thought, wow, oh, that's cute. Because I think they, yeah, they recently reunited because of the Walk of Fame. And I think they did a commercial recently, too. That's cool, man. I thought that was cute. All right. The hot coffee topic today is the Golden Bachelor is finally over. 
Thank God. Mike was Mike bowed out a while back. Oh, yeah. He couldn't just, do it. It's too, my ADHD says too long, man. So spoiler <laughs> alert, if you haven't seen it, Gary has picked his woman and it is Teresa. He picked Teresa. Blah. And but what I why it's the hot coffee topic is because an ex-girlfriend of his has come out and said that he's a fraud because he came he perpetuated this narrative on this show that he was had been grieving for 7 years and all of that but she said him he and her started dating shortly after his wife died dun, and she moved in with him dun, dun. and once she was living with him uh, she realized his controlling tendencies and it didn't work out with them and she moved out i think they were t- dated for a year and a half but now some people are just feeling okay why wasn't that shared now i'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit it might not be th- it might be that he did share it but they cut it out because they wanted to create a certain image of him you know what I mean? Editing and shows are produced. Do they want to, they can create a narrative, but that's why remember there was an episode where she, one of the, the women asked him, how long it has it been since you had sex? And he didn't want to answer that question because he has had, he has been with another woman. He has had sex after he lost. I his knew wife. there was something about him. I said, this guy sounds too scripted. There's something funny that's throwing me off about him. I don't know what it is. But the way he's talking to these women, even I heard a little bit of you watch that yeah. show last night. I'm like, sounds scripted. It doesn't sound like authentic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, People don't talk I like don't that. No, I just do. I feel I like. I do know. It sounds scripted. There's something I there. I do feel like I could see. Remember when there was one episode where he got mad at one of the girls and I'm like, ooh, I saw a little something yeah, in him yep, I didn't yep, like. Yep, yep. That's he still, jumped the gun. Yeah, that's part of him. Yes. Yeah, he showed it yes. in that episode. That's Teresa's gonna have to deal with that. That guy's gonna come out in real life. Yes. That guy, the guy who got mad at her for getting into the drama. Yes. He definitely has that side. I could see that he has that kind of controlling temper side. My bullshit meter got off on this yeah. dude. I'm telling you, I, you can't pass one off on me. It just takes me a little while. There's something more to this guy that meets the eye. And the Trust girlfriend me. also said, the ex girlfriend said that he love bombed her as well. He's a love bomber for sure. Again, he sounds scripted on TV himself. All those words he's saying, it just sounds too much, man. I'm sorry, but we we as men don't talk like that in real life. But he's a love bomber, though. What, what I, you know what that means? Like yes, they, they I get, know. Because really, he told the one of the girls that was the runner-up that she was pissed because she said he told her, you are the one. You are the one. Like he totally misled her. He didn't have to give so much. Yes, exactly. He, he could have held a little bit more close to the vest to prevent from really hurting somebody. Because he got too much into this show. I'm telling you, he got more into this other character that really isn't him. The true self's going to come out. Watch, you'll see with this lady. Yeah, we'll see. But on another, totally another note, gosh, I don't know why like a producer or a showrunner didn't help Teresa out with her lipstick on the show. It was mm. too glossy and... It got on his lips. It got on her teeth the Ooh. whole season. Her lipstick bothered me. Tor- terrible. Like, like blot it. Use a matte lipstick. Something shiny red lipstick is not the move. No. That's horrible. Oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> All right, you guys. Moving on to Hold My Coffee. <laughs> Hold My Coffee. Comment from Kathy Cabrera-Smith. And I want to take this very objectively. Okay. I want to look at it, really look at it from both sides. Yeah. She commented on the part of the video or part of our podcast where I was discussing behavior on social media and how you should treat it as if you were out in real life. You wouldn't walk up to someone and say, I, I hate your shoes or I hate your dress or why are you eating that, etc." And she said that could go both ways. I'm private in life and social media. If this was real life, would people be posting everything about their life? People go on social media and share everything. Would you go into a restaurant and stand in front of everyone, then share your life? To be honest, I really, Kathy, I want to, I want you to know that I really stopped and tried to look at it from your perspective, but I still couldn't make sense of this comment. (laughs) I really couldn't. I did give it thought, though. I didn't just want to jump in, but clearly I felt like by commenting that, I felt like you took, you got on the defensive because you've probably been one of those commenters. 
Possible. Yeah. Probably been one of those people that tends to comment like that. But I do disagree with you because you're choosing the content you consume. Okay. 100%. So you cannot, I don't think you can make that argument because you choose, if you choose, you're choosing to watch someone who is sharing what they eat. Okay. I'm sharing what I eat. I'm not on in this video telling what people should eat. I'm sharing what I eat yep. and you're choosing to watch that video. Yes. So then, yeah, I don't think you have the right to be bothered by what I'm doing in the video because you chose to watch it. And this is how I try to make it a real life comparison. I actually told this to you yesterday. So if there's a nudist colony and as all these people have chosen to live nude and I go to a nudist colony, I go to a new, I just decide I'm going to go to this nudist colony. Yep. I do not have the right then to be offended by the nude people at the nudist colony because I chose to go there. Facts. So it, what you're saying <clears throat> is like the equivalent of me going to a nudist colony and saying, put your clothes on. I can't believe you're naked. That's so inappropriate. Yeah. Right. You're telling and, them how to live. Yeah. It doesn't, it, I don't, and I don't feel, I feel like the comment too is very general. I feel like maybe you have some negativity towards people on social media. You, because just because someone puts out a video doesn't actually mean they're sharing everything about their life. No. I can tell you that I share maybe about 30% of my life, yeah. I would say. Yeah. You guys don't even probably know what my son looks like. Yeah. We're, or we're, that I spend every day with him. Actually, we're really close. Part of being any kind of influencer, fitness influence, lifestyle influencer, you got to put yourself out there. You put what's out there in your but life. You, Not everything, though. But you share everything. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's this negativity for whatever reason towards influencers. Lots. But you do understand that if you are bothered, it's because you are consuming their content. Yeah. And so if you're, if you don't like it, you don't comment. You just simply do not support their content. Yeah. Or it's like successful people, or I'll make an example that do Wes Watson. Every time he buys like a new Ferrari, a new car, we know why he's buying that for. Yes, he's flexing and show his success, but it's also business purposes. But people will go on there and want to like, is that all your life? Is that all you post? And this and that. They're missing the whole total what he's posting about. They have an opinion so but bad. Again, they're bothered the, by it. The point is, whether you agree with it or not, you don't have to follow him. That's what I say. That's what I tell people. Why are you following if it bothers you? If it makes you feel some type of way. And Joe Rogan said a long time ago, if people make you feel a type of way, like insecure or just bothered by it, unfollow them or don't follow or don't even be mm -hmm. on social media. Get off of there because it mm -hmm. just it may, maybe it's not for you. Maybe your life's not in a place where you want it to be. So by their life being so, so super successful, you yeah. get mad about it. It's the same thing being yeah. in shape. We're in fitness influencers. People are like, oh, why do they have to work out so much? That's, they're excessive. I've heard yeah. that too. But in Kathy's defense, I will say you're not alone in that opinion because I had a lot of comments on the short version of that video that I posted. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like for whatever reason, people are so bothered by social media, but yet they contribute to social media by watching it just because you're not sharing it. So Kathy, you might not be sharing your life and you live a private life, but you commented on the Instagram. That's you true. follow, you probably listen to this podcast. So you're consuming yeah. the content. Yes. I do think if people ask for advice or they ask a question to be answered and my following is really good. To be honest, I have a hard time even having comp. And look, I like this is a healthy conversation. I'm not trying to come no, down on you, not. and you're not alone. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. There's a lot of people that feel that way. She came. I pipe. I pipe back at her. She came back a little differently, a little softer. Yeah, I felt like you came at her too harsh. I probably did because you you probably just woke up from a nap or something. Maybe. I'm like, whoa, that was because you know, listen, we're, we're two, I, we gotta understand something. We're two different personalities, me and you. I I, I'll clap back. That's but just, I also don't want because I like healthy conversation, so do I. and I don't want. I don't want people to think like they have to kiss our ass or we're going to go after them. Or, no, and, no, and then no, said, no. I like, like healthy that. conversation. Yes. And of course. criticism. 
I'm honestly, it's why I, you and I work so well because we can get into an argument yep. and be fine. Yep. That's so I we kinda, clash sometimes. Oh, yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we do. I don't do. agree with her. She don't agree with me. We clash Two sometimes, big times. And and so I don't want people to think, oh my God, I'm never going to, if I'm going to hold my coffee, then we're like blacklisted from no, the show or no, something. No, 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 not at not all. Not at all. Not at all. And I like these, this, these are good talking points. So it they helps are. us when you comment something that we don't agree with or it, it's just part of the show. So hopefully you don't get. But, but to me, though, while we're on this, there's a sense of entitlement with people on social media. Like, oh. they have this in time, like, I have to say something or I have to give my opinion advice. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't like yeah. it or it bothers you. You don't. You could keep scrolling or unfollow. Yeah. You know? Did you know that I just discovered it today, you guys? I literally did not even know it existed. There's a dislike button on YouTube. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't I know didn't that? Know. I don't yes. pay attention. Yes. It's so thumbs up, thumbs down. There's yes. a dislike I would never even think to dislike something. Nah, I just won't pay attention, won't comment or like or nothing. I didn't even know it existed. The, to me, it's like, what kind of person, like, what's your think personality yeah, like? Exactly. Think about what kind of person that is. Yeah, I'm just curious. I like, I'm genuinely curious. If you're someone that like, oh, no, I literally would just scroll on by to something that doesn't interest me. It's because these, a lot of people have angers issues that they haven't dealt with and that they get bothered by certain things it's they get triggered. usually it's to triggered. be honest it's usually a reflection of yourself in some that's way it. there's that's something it. you don't like there's something you're working through there's something that bothers you in your own life i hate to break it to you but yes. things that you're yes. commenting yep or accuse it same goes with like accusing others if you accuse people of you think everyone's stealing from you all the time you probably have had sticky fingers yourself at uh, one point hello yep. because you think a thief yes if you're accusing your significant other of cheating all the time that's another good one you, you probably have been a cheater huh? that's a really good one right it's there it's like you're exposing yourself yes Yes, that's usually it's, true. It's usually like a, a projection. Yes, projection. Yeah. So I think like that in social media too. Like when someone comments of, about someone's looks or, or right? whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they'll comment the way you look like, oh, that's successful. Oh, she's gross. I would never look like that. Uh, probably because you can't look like that even if you wanted to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, but they want to be nasty. Yeah, people just want to be nasty. The worst one I see, the absolute worst, is before and after pictures. When people post before and after pictures uh-huh. and someone will comment, better before. I want to reach through the, especially, and that's why like I'm so protective of like my clients' transformations and stuff. Because yeah. if it was for me, I'm like, eh, F you. Yeah. But if it's my client, I will want to reach through the freaking Instagram screen and wrangle someone a little the, bit by the, yeah, because a mama bear comes out of course, of course like how dare you try to deflate someone's success oh, i clown them i'm like post your pics let's see let's see what you look like <laughs> take you your shirt do off that. let's take your shirt off let's see i'll You're... post mine you post yours uh-huh they, they go silent you always do that yeah you... someone says oh you eat like that I mean, how that's not healthy whatever okay how do you look take how your you shirt look? let's off. see what you look he like literally mr. does that yep i don't care let's see what you're talking about exactly mr private page scary <sighs> ass don't, don't come don't come like that uh, yeah i call him out yeah you i'm built different you I don't you are ruthless. no filter yeah you are ruthless because proof is in the pudding and i got the results so i could talk it all right we're moving on to comment corner tammy underscore nine one three commented saying you look amazing i'm following your tips from your podcast i've been able to lose 15 pounds in a few months since i've been following you the scale kept creeping up putting on menopause weight and i was also in denial thank you for doing what you do and providing women with the tools needed to get their health back that was a nice comment i know just by listening to the podcast you guys just like the tips i love it that makes me so happy we're trying to inspire people man help people out that's all we're trying to do you're trying to help women i'm trying to help level men out yeah and and our style can be a little forward yes a little but you you need that you need that you need that men need that i ain't pampering no men if there's any men listening you ain't getting pampered by me sorry homie i don't do pampering no that's why you're definitely Good for the your male clients. We actually compete sometimes, you guys. When I'm doing my check-ins and he's doing his check-ins, I'll be like, my client did this. How'd your client do? And he'll be on the phone with his client going, 
my wife's clients are doing better than you, man. I'll be cracking the whip, shellac. <laughs> like one of my clients says, man, my, my coach gave me a shellacking today. I started laughing when he said that. I said, you be giving your team a shellacking if they cost the company money, right? You're costing the company money, homie. So look at it like that. You are the company, this. Yeah, we should do some, some husband and wives. If some ladies, if you're listening, get your husband to do a one-on-one with Mike and you do a one-on-one with me. Yes, let's do and it. And then we'll compete. Let's go. We'll compete. We'll that, that competition factor, it's man. Good. It, it's it, good. It drives. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's so funny. I love doing that when you're like, how'd your client do? And I'll tell you. Because my clients have been. Your client's been rocking. They've been killing yours. Mine turned lately. it around, though. He turned it around. <laughs> and I gave him an aggressive goal for the New Year. I said, we're not playing this month, bro. Turn it up. And that includes me too. I'm gonna go rip into the new year every more oh, watch. Oh man, you guys, we were ruthless. But hey, if you're if you are interested, DM me. I think that'd be fun. That'd be yeah, fun, be like fun. to do yeah. at the same time. So same start dates. Yeah. And we can do a little competition. And let's start now. Don't wait to the new year. Now's the new year, you guys. Yeah. I do have. I do. I have two spots right now open. There you go. Yeah. Better get them. They're gonna go quick. Yep. And I do, I have opened my January spots though already for people who want to pre-buy January. Yeah. Better yeah. grab them. They're gonna go quick. People don't think we think we're playing, but they go quick. No, I know. We only have so much space in our lives. I only yeah. That's for damn. Especially with this damn January will be free, but Vlogmas has got me like yeah. bunkered down now for a yep. little bit. All right. Moving on to this next comment, I actually got it right on the way in to record this. This is, I believe her name is Heather. I cut it off, but it's Heather, I believe. And she said, she's commenting on episode 455. She wanted to include photo evidence and she would, she actually sent me a DM. So the episode resonated with me. I'm 50 and my husband is 52. We have always maintained our fitness level throughout our marriage. 31 years is heart disease and high blood pressure in my husband's family, diabetes and dementia in mine. All of these diseases heavily affected by lifestyle. So that's our main reason why. But something Mike said struck me. He said people tell him that they don't have to stay in shape after they're married because they are off the market as an excuse they give to not take care of themselves. I wish more people would realize that it is in fact an act of love to take care of yourself for your mate. It is part of what drew you to each other initially. So you should maintain yourself within reason as we age, of course, and be attractive for your person. It makes growing older together much more fun and exciting. She recently, she even shared a photo. She recently went to Puerto Rico with her husband. He's genetically muscular. But he does work hard too. This is menopause. I love the message you are spreading. Look at them. Look at that. Look at homie. He's jacked. Yeah, yeah good he for them. Is jacked. Oh, good for you, homie. You guys look yeah. amazing. I yes. love it. There you I go. I love everything about this, and I could not agree with you more. It is it. There's nothing wrong with having that expectation of your mate. I keep saying that. I go, listen, I got high blood pressure. Okay, it took out my cousin at 40 years old. 40 years old. Almost took out my father at 58. I'm going to be 49 in January. It would be disrespectful and dishonorable to just let myself go to shit, become a fat ass, and not want to have a long life with my wife. Because mm -hmm. it'll get me. It'll mm -hmm. get me, too, if I let myself go and not take care of myself. So why not be fit? Why not be fit for her, myself? You it know? is an act of love. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah, completely. You, exactly. People just, <laughs> men, men, not women, but a lot of men use the excuse. I'm off the market. I already have a wife. I'm not. No, that's stupid, bro. That's the dumb mentality, the dumbest I've ever heard. I know. All right, moving on to Bean Machine 917. She's commenting on the OnlyFans topic from last episode. Oh, boy. I think OnlyFans is more closer to cheating than, say, going to Pornhub because it's personal. You talk to those people. You get what you want specifically and spend exorbitant amounts of money on these women. If my husband gave me some, gave some other woman $500 to stick her toes in a bowl of spaghetti, I'd slap him silly. For $500, I would have done some weird freaky shit for you. You didn't have to find some other woman. That's shit, funny. I would have done it for free. The other reason I think it's cheating is because when you're on OnlyFans, you're watching a few personal people. You know their names, their personalities, instead of just scrolling and finding the first video that looks hot. OnlyFans is cheating because you're directly finding another person and their actions sexually attractive. Porn is still cheating. Or, oh, I don't know what that says. If it's every now and again. Oh, if it's every now and again, I don't see it as cheating, to be honest. Men have needs in terms of porn, which I agree. But much less personal extent. So porn, you're not connecting. It's just no. watching strangers and getting off on it. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. 
I do a lot not of men believe ha- a lot of men do that. I don't believe porn is cheating, but you can it could cause issues if you overconsume porn yep. in sexual libido stuff. It could cause libido issues. Yes. But OnlyFans is a totally different ball game, and there's no argument to me to, for men to say because they're not actually physically in contact that it's not cheating. It's absolutely cheating in my opinion. But they are opinion. in contact, right? No, but I, yeah, With the electronically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's cheating, 100%. Agree. Wow. Do you agree? Yeah, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Why? Well, you know Look at me. I'm like, do you agree? Yeah, like I, I'm not. A, you could search my phone. I don't mess with OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans that's, LLC. That's, I always make fun of you. That's simping. I ain't no simp. I've never simped on no chicks in my uh, life. All right, moving on. Let's talk about bro science. You can help here because I know you. You have a lot. You come from that old school Nine, mentality, yes. but. I don't know what it is, but we've experienced this lately. We've had a lot of people like friends and stuff that inquire about macros and then they'll like ghost for a while and then they'll come back with some crazy diet that they're doing. Yes. Like some, some crazy bro science diet. Something that's totally harder than what we teach. Yeah. But like they- why? I, why do people feel like they have to make it hard as soon as they want to hit it hard and get on track. This usually men have a lot of pride and ego and they think that what they're learning from someone else is the right way. Maybe that person that they're learning from has had success. Maybe it worked for them. But this is the thing that I tell them is, is that sustainable? You think yeah. you're going to do that forever? You think yeah. you're going to cook those egg whites and broccoli and chicken breast every day, bro? You don't think you're going to have some days where you're tired and you're going to miss? You're gonna yeah, I'm going to put up a diet up on the screen. This looks very similar to the diet I did when I competed. Yes. That's like a competition diet. Yes. So I'm going to put it up on the screen. You do not have to eat like this to get fit and, no, and you don't. in shape. Okay. No. But people feel like they have to eat, and just for the listeners who aren't watching, 120 grams of oats, four four eggs, eight egg whites, meal two, chicken breast, 14 grams of oil, three ounces of green beans, six ounces of carbs. No, you guys. Listen, can you get results eating like that? Of course. Yes. Yes, you can. But But it's not sustainable. But let's be honest. When, how long till boredom kicks in and you break from this diet? That's the honest truth. Unless you're a hardcore competitor and you're driven and you're really disciplined, you'll do three months of it to compete. And then after that, you won't do it again. I promise no. you. That what gets boring, repetitive, eating the same stuff over. We eat different meals every day almost. Yeah. I have to. I get bored quick. I can't eat the same thing over and over. But it, there is just this mentality because I deal with it with women too. It's not just men. They're like, really? okay. Okay, that's it. I'm on it. I'm doing all the things. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to get in 10,000 steps. I'm going to get six workouts. And they just want to do everything. When they just came off of doing nothing and, and, and they couldn't even like, what makes you think you can go from doing nothing to doing everything? Yeah. Why yeah. not do nothing to something? Joe Rogan has friends that say, I want to get in shape. And Joe's like, wait a minute, how much activity do you do? Not much. Well, Joe's, Joe Rogan's like, hold up. Let's start you with 20 minutes a day, bro. Little by little. Yeah. You don't just, you're out of shape. You just don't get into shape. That doesn't work that way. It's yeah. like saying, I've never fought in my life. I think I want to take up Muay Thai and boxing. I want to have a fight in three months. Bro, you're going to get hurt bad. It doesn't work that way. You need years of training. There's steps and levels of that. Yeah. It's the same thing with this. You, you need time, yeah. consistency, habits. You don't just get into shape no. like that. People got it twisted. And it doesn't, if it lo- if you lose it fast, you gain it back faster. Faster. That show the biggest loser? Yeah. That's a prime example. But I do want to go over and see if you can think of any, but I want to go over some things that people automatically, you know, that are going on their diet. Diet starts Monday, people. Like oh, all the diet yeah. starts Monday. Yeah, they start eating everything before the diet starts, so they go crazy. Yeah. First of all, the diet starts Monday. They'll have a epic cheat weekend before the diet epic like they go like basically where they want to throw up every single day it didn't yeah <laughs> it makes no sense huh? but here are some like typical bro science things people think they have to eat six meals a day to boost metabolism that's been debunked yeah we you eat, do not I need eat, to do I that eat two big ass meals a day and, and shakes and yogurts in between really. so the best way to eat is the way you like to eat that's it that part what kind of routine? It is good, though, to get into a routine with your food, like meal times, because yeah. your body does regulate according to meal times. Mm-hmm. Your hunger hormones yes. will adapt to meal times. Um, but you don't have to eat six meals a day. That's ridiculous and not no. sustainable no. and not like convenient at all. That's super 90s. That's a typical bro science thing. Typical. 
But Boring. you can eat whatever. So like you can do three meals a day. You could do two meals a day, two meals and a snack, like whatever yeah. works for you. Yep. That's the way that's best. The way that you like to eat the schedule that works in your work schedule, the schedule yes. that's more convenient for you. Think about this. If you do two meals a day, that's less meals to worry about. That's it. That's usually what I do. Two big meals. Boom. Yeah. Done. I might do it like a little breakfast, like oatmeal lately. Yeah. And then I'll do two meals after that. Maybe a snack. That's it. Keep it simple. The other one is that protein powders don't work. Oh, yeah. I thought that because back in the day, I trained with a professional bodybuilder. Dude, I can't remember his name, Flavio something, but he told me that protein powders were promoted by bodybuilders because they were being paid for it. He would only eat real meals, like real mm -hmm. food. That's what mm -hmm. he told me. But then I got to thinking, that's a lot of food, man, you got to mm -hmm. eat. Throw in your system and digest. You, yes, protein powders do work. I'm living proof of it. You're living proof yeah, of it. Yeah, they absolutely work. 100%. Whey is high quality protein. The key with protein is that it has the essential amino acids in it. The essential amino acids is when your protein's broken down, your body sees the amino acids. And the amino acids is what builds, it's the Legos. We've talked about the Legos before Legos. that builds the muscles. Yes. So as long as you're eating a protein source that, or you're providing at the end of the day, enough of the essential amino acids, your body's going to have what it needs to build the muscle. Whether that comes from a powder, whole foods, all of the things that ideally it comes from a combination of things and protein is used to supplement, but protein powder does work. Although I will say, do not count collagen protein towards your protein goal. Yeah. Because collagen is not a complete protein. Collagen's not going to build muscle. Nope. Collagen. There's been even a recent study that shows that there collagen is not helpful for building muscle. And a lot of times people will count the collagen towards their protein goal. Yeah. And let me tell you something. If you want to cite sources, Dr. Biolane, Dr. Andrew Huberman, go look both yeah. of them up. They're both 100% on board. Yeah. Or you can protein. go to PubMed. PubMed. PubMed.gov. And it, you can look up different studies if you want to like really nerd out. But yes. But protein powders are a great way to hit your protein goal. Yes. Especially like if you're on a day where like you're supposed to hit your protein goal and you're low, say you ate more carbs, well, you're going to have to make up for it. Either you're going to have to mix it in with like your yogurt or you're going to have mm -hmm. to make a shake out of it. You're going to have to do something to make up for it. Yeah. Like yesterday we ate out. So I was a little, I was going to be a little short on protein. So I couldn't have like my it's it ice cream snack. Instead, I had a protein bar before bed See? so that I could kick up my protein. There you go. See? So you just, again, you play around it was, with it. A, but protein bars don't work. Yeah. It has whey protein in it. It works just fine. I always say this proof is in the pudding. The results yeah. speak for themselves. Simple as that. But people want to put unnecessary rules on themselves. They do. And I'm not saying... Do you want to know why the whole, why whole foods are better than processed foods in terms of like your macros is because the margin for error with whole foods is minimal because yeah. the macros are correct. You have chicken breast, you have rice, you have potatoes. The macros are going to be right on point. You weigh it out. Processed foods the nutrition labels can be skewed by, yes. they're allowed to be skewed by yes, up to 20%. Are. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. So if you're eating all processed foods, unbeknownst to you, you could be exceeding your macros by 20%. Yep. And also whole foods, you want to get the majority of your, your, your macros, your calories from whole foods for satiety mm -hmm. reasons. Yeah. So that's the other thing I was going to point out. Okay. So a friend of ours did an experiment. So Adam from Mind Pump, yes. when Shout he was Adam. competing, he did an experiment. He did one prep where he did nothing but whole foods. And then he did another prep where he did nothing but processed foods. Oh, I did not know that. And, but his findings were, and he did, I'm, it, he's a, a, a big guy. So that's yes. a lot of protein bars. We're talking like seven protein bars a day. <laughs> yeah, like he did lot. all processed foods, but hit his macros with processed foods. He actually said the results were the same in his body. His physique wow. was the same. However, the processed food prep was much harder because his cravings and hunger were out of control. Because satiety. The satiety. Exactly. So he did show that, hey, you're going to get the, he said essentially the results were the same. And you could go back and look, search it on Mind Pump. He talked about it on his podcast. So to me, it's obviously he went one extreme or the other. So to me, that tells me, all right, how about a nice little mixture of both? That's what we like to do. Exactly. We like to Balance. do Balance. Yes. 
I like to do both. Yes, the margin for error when you eat out those macros, yes, you can track them and you can track them perfectly in your tracker, but is the food in the plate the same macros as what's listed on the menu? There could be a like up to 25% discrepancy there. Oh, it's what we always say, like the Chipotle caloric right. menu is way off right. what they tell you. Because we've so, done it. We've come at home. We've measured ourselves like they're right. way off. So if you are eating out all the time, chances are you're not hitting your macros as close as you would. That's why it's good to limit those things. But you don't have to omit those things. And that's what I want to hammer home. You don't have to eat oats and chicken and rice. And listen, no. you're not a competitor, okay? Exactly. So you don't have a deadline. So no. you only lost half a pound this week instead of a pound because you ate out twice and your macros were skewed a little bit. So what? You're still progressing. That's all that matters. And I think that, and if your diet is sustainable because it's enjoyable and you do have the balance, you're going to, it doesn't matter that it's going to take you a long time because you can sustain it for a long time because it's not miserable. And I always like what you say. If you want vacation three, four, five days, do the best as you can, but put a pin in it. Even if you break even, if you just gain half a pound, that's not the goal to do that. Mm-hmm. But even if you just gain half, you put a pin in, that's okay. Go back to your normal eating. You'll drop right. that weight back off. Yeah, you do usually. It's like your body goes, because usually the you, weight you You're holding water, there's yeah. some more sodium in the food that yep. you don't know of, oils mm-hmm. that they're cooking with you don't know. So it's hard. You're right. doing the best that you can. So the other thing that I hear a lot of is fasted cardio is better than fed cardio because yeah. you're burning body fat. Let's see. How do I explain this so where you guys can understand? I know this is tricky. Your whether or not you lose, you end up lo- losing body fat for the day will depend on the net effect. Okay, so yeah, if you get up and you do fasted cardio and you burn body fat, you're burning straight body fat. But then you're going to eat and you're going to put it right back. I think yes. people don't realize that you store and burn all day long they don't know that they think it's like a reconciliation that happens at the end of the day and it's let's see if janine okay yes okay we could take a little body fat off at the end of the day that's not what happens it actually is going in and going out all day it's like your weight you could weigh yourself in the morning faster before you eat anything dry and then weigh yourself at the end of the day of course you're going to be heavier you're storing water your body's going to fluctuate throughout the day yeah but i'm not talking about fat water storage i'm actually talking about body fat like people don't think that you store body fat and burn body fat all day. So the net effect at the end of the day, whether you are less body fat today than you were yesterday, all it has to do with is whether you established a calorie deficit or not. Yeah. So it doesn't matter when you did that cardio. It doesn't matter. You could do it right after you eat, before you eat. It it just, it doesn't matter. It just yeah. What matters is the net effect of your calorie intake versus the calories you burned, whether or not you're going to have less body fat stored on your body today versus yesterday. And I think that's just a very difficult concept for people to get. They don't get that. But there has been the fasted cardio benefits have been debunked. Yes. You can do fasted cardio. If you want, if you feel good doing it and you like to do it, a lot of times the benefits you get from doing it is because you're starting the day on the right foot with fitness on your mind. You're going to be less likely to make a poor breakfast choice after you just did 45 minutes of cardio because you're going to feel like, no, I'm going to have a good day. I did my cardio. I'm going to eat on point. You just have a different mindset. Yeah. So that's you're, you're what like it helps. electrically, positively charged. Because I yes. do mind treadmill. I wouldn't say fast, but I have like a cup of coffee in me. With creamer, but I don't eat till after I do it, but I don't do it for that effect because I want to do it fasted. I just do yeah. it because I want to enjoy my food after. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to feel full if that makes sense yeah. when, before I do it. Oh no, that makes sense. Yeah. I just, I usually have, I don't have much in me actually when I do mine because I just do a protein bar in the morning, then I work out and then I get my steps in, yeah. but I feel fine doing it, but I don't do it for the, oh my God, I need to be fasted for fasted cardio. No, no, you just no. don't need to. No, and if, if I'm going to do a hard like, weight training session at the gym like i'm gonna go hard and heavy no i put food in me because i've learned i've done both ways i've done it fasted and i've done it with food in me yeah. and i perform way better with food in me and a lot of people say it's much better to do it fasted. it might it's work not, for you but but it's depends how hard are you going are you, terms, are you really going hard or are you just cruising but we're talking about like fat loss in terms of fat yeah. loss it doesn't matter no so that's why another thing is i can't eat after seven my body's going to store all of that 
if you didn't eat in a surplus, there's not going to be any calories to store. Exactly. You know who said that many years ago and they took it for what it was? Of all people to be speaking about it was Oprah Winfrey. A lot of people believed her. I don't eat past seven. I remember she said it and famously people stopped eating past seven. But the reason that it, okay, so if you've already consumed your day's worth, your deficit, you hit your limit, it's those end of day calories that put you into the surplus. Yes. Right? Yeah. But if you didn't, like me. I do eat past seven, but I save a couple hundred calories for a nighttime snack. Yes, you do. So I don't care if I eat it right before I close my little eyes and go off to sleep. It's not going to store if the net effect for my day is still a deficit. Yeah. I don't think people understand that. Because I calculated it in. Yeah, people don't understand that, though. They think it gets stored as body fat or you're going to gain weight from it. Yeah. They don't understand it's total. I got $2,000 to spend in a day. I've only spent $1,700. I have $300 left. And I'm going to go to sleep in two hours. Guess what? I could I could still spend $300 an hour before I go to bed. You know what it I'm saying? It won't matter. No. But you, people don't, they can't grasp that, though, because they're taught such old school bro signs and people mm-hmm. spew shit in the past that they're stuck with what people said. Like I said, when celebrities say things, people take it for what it is. Like, yeah. No. And they also read just headlines. Headlines, yes. Buzz Buzzwords. Yes. Headlines. And you know what's weird to me? Is that people get argumentative about these things. I'm trying to make it easier for you guys, but you want it to be hard. People love to argue. That's what it is. Why do you want it to be hard? I know they do. Like You don't want to do what this girl's diet when she was competing. Trust me, that diet is It was on the screen a couple minutes ago. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Trust me, you don't. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. It's not sustainable. But you guys want to try to go hard. For whatever reason, but to make I it hard on yourself. But my, yeah, because my point is, why, though? People love to argue, babe. That's what I th- come to conclusions. People just love to argue. They love to be right. I have to be right. So I like to argue. <clears throat> That's what it is with people. That's what I've come to conclusion, man. They just love to argue. Like, we'll go do it your way. Let's see what you look like. Let me see. Let me see in a couple months. Exactly. I just, I know that you, not that long ago, you had someone who was asking you, because you, you People that haven't seen you in a while, they trip out when they see you because you've completely transformed yes. in the last few months. Yep. And they'll ask you like about macros or whatever, and then it'll spark there and just, oh, I need to do a transformation. And then they'll come back to you saying, oh, I'm doing this program. Why didn't you just do my program when you see that it worked? But whatever, that's fine. Do yours then. But Good then luck. they'll, sh- they'll <laughs> you'll show me and I'm like, oh my God. Or I'll ask them, how's it going? What's the results like? What you look like? How much weight have you lost? And they go ghost and silent like, huh. But you'll show me the program and I'm like, why? Yeah, why, why? do you want to do that? It's like crazy. Too many well, restrictions. To start the program, you go into it with a reset. Three days of fasting, salt, and only bone broth. Like some crazy shit. It reminds me of like the diets my mom did in the 90s. Oh, I'm on a diet. I'm eating only tuna and potatoes, or I'm drinking remember, cayenne pepper water. Yeah, remember what? the stupid lemon cayenne pepper yeah. water? And then the Hollywood diet drink. Oh my God, there's some stupid ones out there. It's hilarious. Stupid ones. Or people are like, oh, I'm juicing. Juicing. Well, okay, yeah, you're going to lose weight if you're eating 700 calories a day. But guess exactly. what? As soon as you start eating food again, you're going to gain the weight back. And then some. Your body's gonna go into starvation mode and store that shit bad. Yeah, like it's gonna get why? it's gonna get angry at you. Okay, you'll starve me. Watch this. I'm gonna store it all back and then some. It's like it rebels against you. What happens is if you did the juice diet for too long, then if you have metabolic adaptation, your body adapted those calories. You're gonna right away gain back like twenty percent of the weight you lost right away. Yeah. And then now, if you're used to walking around with only six hundred calories of energy in your body. And you go back to eating 2,000 calories, right off the bat, you have more food in you, so you gain that weight back too. Yep. A lot of times that's why people freak out when they bump up their calories. Oh my God, I gained weight. As soon as I bumped up my calories, I gained weight. Now you have more stored energy. Exactly. Again, people, you're not understanding (sighs) that calories are just stored energy. So if you have a bag of coins and you have 10 coins in it, but then you're like, you know what? I'm going to bump up my coins and now I'm going to have 12 coins in it. The coin bag is a little heavier now. Yes. So you're going to see that on the scale. Yes. Don't freak out. You just have more coins in the bag. It doesn't mean you're fatter. No. People just freak out. Though. It's hilarious. I know I know you talk to your ladies about that. They get all scared when you bump up their cows. Then, right. then they level off. Then they start losing. Weight. Level oh, wow, off. it works. Yes, of course it works. Your yeah. body levels out. But as soon as you bump it up, you're, yeah, you're gonna, you're, now you're walking around with more energy in your body at all times. Like when you bump it back up to maintenance, if you go straight back to maintenance, the next few days after you go to maintenance, say you add 500 calories back, the scale is going to pop up and everyone freaks out like, oh my God, my metabolism's ruined. I gained weight. 
No, you're just now, you're putting more coins in the bag. So the bag's heavier. You have more energy that you're more consuming. Energy. Yes. More gasoline in the tank. Yeah, so the, hev- the tank is heavier. The tank is heavier. It does not mean that you're gaining body fat. Nope. Look at me. I gained some, I gained from my lowest to now. I gained what? Almost ten pounds, and I'm still just as lean. Yeah. I'm nine. But you have more. You're storing more glycogen. I'm more, I'm, yeah, and I'm pushing harder. I'm stronger. Me more too. energetic. I'm actually going to go you know over all of that in my next episode of my HRT journey. Because I'm going to explain to you guys what's happening with my weight, what's happening with my body. It's very important. This episode is going to be the most important one so far because I guarantee you 9.9 out of 10 women who start their HRT journey are stressed about what happens with the scale. Yeah, don't stress on it. Trust okay. me, ladies, don't. You're going to want to tune in because that's going to come out next Friday and it's going to be a good one, especially if you're considering HRT or you're just started HRT. Trust me, you want to listen. What's funny is the ladies get nervous about the scale going up and then the fellas getting, uh, I don't want to go under 200 pounds. It'd be too small. They're worried about going too Bro, listen, dog, you got a lot of weight to lose. Who cares about the number on the scale? I just know. shed body fat. What are you so worried about? Women would yeah. scream and cry for, please, let me be and in your position. And on the flip side, My goodness. If it's like a mental thing. It's okay. Here's two pictures. This is what you look like at 120, and this is what you look like at 125. On 125, you're shredded, Duh. you're... Your muscular, your tone, your yes. less cellulite. But why will the women be like, yeah, but I just want to be the 120. Fixated but you want to look on like number. that though? Yeah, they're fixing on a number. It's, it's crazy so if you, to me. If you look better, you have less body fat, you look fit and tone, don't freak out about the number. I know. It's, it's hilarious. Human mind is something else sometimes, man. Yeah. I know. And I know because I've thought, listen, I am the pot and I'm calling the kettle black. Yes. You too. You used to be fixated on a number two. Not no more. I'm calling it black because I 100% have, I'm guilty. But that's why I know. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're feeling. And that's why when I talk to my clients like on one cause, they're like, how are you in my head? I'm like, because I am you. Okay? Exactly. I am you. I've had all of these experiences. I know what you're thinking. I know. And we've both been on just the speaking and talking. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in thank to you. another episode. And we will see you on the next one.